Hello, all you cool kids. Thanks for stopping by and checking out the chaos that is the craziness of the Mad West Now podcast. A lot of things happening right now. A lot of things about to happen right now. Super excited about this episode of the podcast because one of those cool things that's happened recently is the announcement that our guy, Click Thompson, will be inside the arena, the Ringler National Finals Rodeo, shooting photos at the biggest rodeo of the year. So uh, we talk a little bit about that. We also get really deep into the whole idea of leveling up and, you know, we talk everything from business to uh, being able to focus on your faith to him standing in front of me, not letting people take videos while I'm peeing in a parking lot. I mean, we, we talk about everything. So we're kind of all over the board here in this podcast. So um, dive in. Let me let me know what you think. If you're not already following Click, make sure you give him a follow. Give him a shout too. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, it's at Click Thompson. That simple, super simple. Love his work. Tremendously talented photographer and uh, just an incredible guy. So he's back on this episode of the podcast. We're getting ready to go to Arizona Ridge Rider Days for the PBR's Teams event, Glendale, Arizona, October 14th, 15th, 16th. If you're around the area, make sure you stop by and say hey. And then after a couple of weekends off, we're going to go to Las Vegas, T-Mobile Arena, November 4th through the 6th. It's the PBR Team Series Championship. That's the end of this entire team's league that has been running for the past several months. Hopefully you guys have checked it out on CBS, CBS Sports Network, or on Ride Pass. But Las Vegas, T-Mobile Arena, heart of the Las Vegas Strip, November 4th through the 6th. After that, there's lots going on. I know we'll be in Las Vegas for the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. We'll talk about what we're doing coming up very, very soon. Um, I know summer's over, but the sun's still shining. So I want to encourage you to go check out our friends at Bex, BexSunglasses.com or at Bex Sunglasses on Instagram. When you're there, make sure you use the code Matt20, M-A-T-T-2-0. We're going to save you some money. They've got some new uh, styles. Or if you're like me, you want to go with the classic Jaybird look, which is super simple, uh, casual, classy. It has it all wrapped into one. I'm a Jaybird guy. But BeckSunglasses.com, use the code Matt20. Dogs are barking. That means I'm going to shut up and get to this episode of the podcast with my guy, Click Thompson. That's an obnoxious toilet. It's an absolutely ridiculous porcelain piece. I mean, it's not. Well, I don't even know if it's all porcelain. I, it feels plastic. Pretty plastic. I'm it, pretty sure the whole thing's plastic, but it's obnoxious. It's probably gluten free too. What? It's gluten free toilet. I, I'm sorry. Are you busy watching videos on your phone? I'm PBR stuff, man. Okay, okay. So people are at home or wherever they're listening to this. Understand? We're in a hotel room. Yeah. Um. Pretty cool one. I mean, it's kind of different. Neat. It's different, yeah. De- definitely different. Um, square toilet. Square toilet. I can't. I can't get on board with a square toilet. I thought it was a bidet at first, but I mean, it's different. It's just weird to me. Like yeah. toilets aren't supposed to be square, and it's low too. Like I got long really legs, low. and you know, 
That's almost like a squatty potty look. Yeah, it's a tricky shot for sure. Have you seen those, the squatty potty things? I have, you know. Where it's almost like you're squatting down, like you put your feet up. Have you ever seen a she-wee before? A what? A she-wee. No. So basically imagine like it's a funnel that ladies put over their area so they can <laughs> they can aim. <laughs> Mike <laughs> It's called a what? A she-wee. <laughs> it's a funnel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 this is stupid. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. So my grandpa uh, <laughs> brought home a boot saver one time. And it was just like, big, have you ever seen these? It was like a piece oh, of no. wood. Yeah. And it had a handle at the top. Okay. And then underneath the handle, it had this uh, little board on a swivel that okay. went that popped out. Yeah. And I was like, How, what? what is that a boot saver? Like... Is it like a boot jack or you help kick your boots off? No. You put the handle about where your belt buckle would be. You kick the little board out and you run your bodily fluids down that little ramp out over the boots. <laughs> and it was a boot saver. That's You've never in, seen these. No. That oh, is man. Before my time. Somebody made a lot of money on these. <laughs> there. And That's I don't know rank. if it was just I like, like a like an arts and crafts show festival fair thing i don't know but man, man that's incredible i saw several of them when i was a kid i'm googling that i'll be my first we'll, we'll, eBay we'll do purchase back. you know what maybe we should bring them back we deal with a lot of cowboy boots True. a lot of people in our industry yeah a lot of people i mean save their boots i mean sure you might have to be peeing on a street <laughs> corner or a sidewalk you, you never know just carry it with you i, guess. I mean you drink a lot of water a and lot. i try to stay hydrated you know sometimes on these but road trips not trying to just like being your boots yeah i don't know. i mean boot saver look it up the boot saver. google it all right anyways that's happening anyways i hate square toilets um congrats obviously that's why we're all here congratulations is that why we're that's all why here? everybody in our universe right now that's listening to this that's why everybody's here is okay. to say congratulations oh well, that's sweet i appreciate you guys i don't know what i did but i don't either you know, I just do, I do what I uh, plan to do, and when I do that, then everything goes to plan. So it's weird how that works. Huh? It's all a part of the plan, though. It's weird how that works. Um, for people that don't know, my man Click, yeah, um, just got the word. I got to quit saying um. I'm saying that a lot, and okay. I don't like it. So all right, uh, <laughs> big one. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but obviously got the call. Yeah, that you will be taking photographs of the Wrangler National Finals rodeo pretty awesome pretty, pretty cool. cool man yeah that's pretty cool legendary um that's a cool moment talk to me like about the phone call let's start with just the phone call the emotions how cool is it man so uh a buddy of mine fernando sampson that was on the actual committee uh we elect a photographer to select to help with the group that of people that select the photographers that are going to do the national finals rodeo the steer open finals and the breakaway finals and uh uh, last year, when I was selected for the steer open finals, Josh Edwards, who's actually the uh, member on the board who represents photographers, um, he called me and, and gave me the he was the person that gave me the news. And actually, no, he wasn't the person that gave me the news. It was our photo coordinator. But he called me later and told me that he was pumped that I got selected. And, and you know, he was really kind of one that pushed for me. And then I was uh, in Santa Fe. I just finished officiating my first wedding. Oh, Santa Fe. Yeah, Santa, Santa Fe, New Fe, Mexico. California. Nope, New Mexico. City by the Bay. Nope, New Mexico. The Big Apple. Quite all right. Anyway, so we were doing that. And uh, 
I'm sitting there watching, uh, getting caught up on House of the Dragon. Shout out to all my Game of Thrones people. And uh, I see Josh Edwards' name. What? Papa. Game of Thrones. There's a new series, House of the Dragon. Well, I mean, I know you're not interested, but you may be interested. Wait, wait a minute. Go ahead. Wait a minute. We'll get back to all this in the park stuff later. <laughs> we pulled up to the hotel tonight. Oh, yeah. That's and true. the guy, uh, the, the bellman. Yeah. Had a lightsaber. He did. It was. Uh, he was igniting it and entertaining the the local fans. And, and and it pissed me off because I pulled up to the valet, and guy didn't even look at me because <laughs> he was busy with this light up sword. That's the guy driving my truck, I think, too. Oh, don't worry. He'll Obi Wan Kenobi right back. I mean, not bad. That one, not bad, right? That one one bad. I, I don't know any other. I mean, Star Wars characters. It's fine. It's fine. He'll not, he'll skywalk back. I'm sure. It's not my jam, but but uh, it is yours. I mean, I've I've been grumpy recently, but shout out to the new series Andor. I've been watching that too. What is that? That's uh, a new Star Wars series. Well, it's a prequel series, but it's a new TV on Disney Plus. So shout out to Disney Plus if y'all want to put me on. But yeah, check out Andor. That's actually not bad because the Obi Wan Kenobi series, to use your joke, actually wasn't that great. I have no idea what you're talking about I know. right now, and I'm okay with it. It's You are Jimmy my Star Thomas. Wars friend, yeah. and I'm assuming everything you just said dealt with Star Wars? Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I, I don't know. But what I was watching was uh, House of the Dragon, which is from the Game of Thrones series. Holy crap, did we just take a weird turn? I mean, it's only weird for you. It's, it's weird. Okay, so House of Dragon, yeah. right? Uh-huh. All right. Biker thing? No. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, so medieval. That's, okay, yeah, that's with the swords and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the one with the bikers? Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Boom, got it. Or Mayans, currently. Or what? Mayans. Is that another new one? That's It's a spinoff kind of of the Sons of Anarchy one, but Dude, it's I'm not new. They're on like their fifth or sixth season now. I'm so far behind, man. I mean, or so far ahead. I yeah, No, I'm, I'm far behind. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have not watched anything really relevant in so long. You know, what's interesting. I told myself earlier this year, I mean, I always tell people to try to find an opportunity to uh, be content and slow down. But yeah. uh, but I realized that if I have time to get caught up on a show, I'm probably not grinding like I should. Good point. Yeah. I've kind of like, man, I used to be bad into jumping into YouTube. Yeah. Because I, I love successful people and I want to I see how other successful people tick. I want to, you know, I'm looking for that nugget to mm-hmm. like you know get you motivated or get you that edge or whatever but i i've just went back to reading yeah a lot um my my buddy tk put out a book here not too long ago i've been reading right now and super insightful into a successful entrepreneur's mind as a matter of fact i'm gonna try to get tim on the podcast really really soon um super cool but yeah i'm i'm digging into different books that i can read uh like you know just Keep the gears turning. Keep the gears turning. That's the cool thing about, I think, listening to podcasts or even like when I'm driving, I'll I'll play some video YouTube interviews because yeah. I, I feel like that way I'm getting those nuggets of information, that little spark of inspiration, but I'm still moving. You I, that's know, what still, I listen to at the gym. Yeah. Things like that. Interviews. I, I've talked about it on here a lot, mm-hmm. like constantly trying to listen to people that are doing things that I want to do or what? I just looked at my watch and literally, uh, your I don't know if it's decided to jump on a podcast or something, but I saw uh, your Matt West podcast logo just popped Ooh. up, kind of weird out of the blue. I've somewhere. never seen that podcast logo on anybody's iWatch, well, Apple there, Watch. There you go. It just I guess 
they're listening for real because I definitely wouldn't listen to an to a podcast at the moment. But here we are. Wait a minute, you definitely wasn't listening to my podcast. Is that well, what you're trying to tell I me? I mean, I wouldn't listen to it at the moment. <laughs> I'm in it, so um, how am I listening to it and in it? That would be rude. No, um, yeah, that's super cool. I guess I like that's weird to that, me. I've yeah, never yeah, seen I that. I literally looked down and there was your logo. Like no, I just mean like that's a weird like, and that's the old logo. I got to figure out how to change it on on iTunes, but. Um, that's sweet. I don't know, man. I still get those weird little. I just saw my name on somebody's watch. Like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I've said it many times. The fact that people know me that I've never met them before is weird. So nuts. But circle back in yep. FR. Yeah, fishing up houses, dragon, and a real in-depth scene. You know, we're flying dragons on this moment, and all of a sudden, I see Josh Edwards' name pop up on my phone. And I knew that I may get a call on on this Monday, but I wasn't sure. I was thinking, oh, maybe they'll wait till the middle of the week. And um, and I look, and at first I was like, oh, why is he calling me? And then I'm like, oh crap, that might be the phone call. So I pick up the phone, and the first person I hear is not Josh. I hear Fernando. So I knew I'm like, well, it's not bad news if it's on a group deal, unless they're gonna flog me all together. And they were gonna. They called me and told me, uh, hey, you. Uh, you, do you want to shoot the NFR? I'm like, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me see what I got going Absolutely. on. That let me check day. my schedule. I'm free. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. Which is crazy because um, everything I've heard about the NFR is it's not the most financially beneficial event for contract personnel. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not asking yeah. like photographers or anything like that, but I've, I've heard in different aspects for other people that it's not the highest paying gig in yeah. in the industry absolutely which is crazy to me first mm-hmm. of all but second of all it is still one of those things where it's like yeah you are gonna drop everything to go do that yeah especially if you're you know an overnight success like you <laughs> <laughs> i wish that were true i think if you're good at anything um, and once you start to understand your worth and your time, you always want to get made paid a little bit more. Absolutely. And uh, so, you know, I think every year I would, you know, want to make a little bit more. But, you know, we the cool thing about this industry is the idea of legacy and, and going down in history. And, you know, when you're selected as a contract personnel and you're involved in it anywhere, you know, that doesn't go away. Um, you know, there's only four official photographers that photograph the NFR. You know, and that can say they are NFR photographers, you know. And those images are going to live forever. Forever. Like, you think about some of the cool shots that um, that you've seen over the years from Thomas and Mac and through those 10 days. Like, th- those things will live in the history of this sport and this industry forever. Forever. Like, your pictures are going to be in the, like, the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame, like, as soon as the deal's over. Okay, let's talk bucket list that yeah. you've probably never even thought bucket list. Is <laughs> oh that God. one of them? To, to walk in and see so, something you've done you in the know, Hall of Fame? This year was the first time that I had seen a picture in there that I took. Oh, really? And Because I, when I photographed the steer open finals, I used one of my pictures. And oh. it was cool. I see, you know, There's that picture of Cole Patterson, and then there's the, the tripping photo that I took. And I'm like... Man, we're here, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and so one thing I do, um, I always try to find time to go to the Hall of Fame just to look at pictures and get inspiration. This and, is Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame in Colorado in Springs. In Colorado Springs, yeah. And, you know, just 
pull something, you know, usually right before I go to Cheyenne or something and I'm kind of on a run where I'm going to do three, four rodeos. Um, I go there because I mean, part of it is the destination mm-hmm. and, 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 and it's, and I, it's a part of the journey now, but a part of it's the destination. And I just get fired up and you see some of them really cool black and white photos. And that inspires me more than anything else. It's like those photos, when you look at them, they feel different than anything you see today. Yeah. And so my goal is to always try and capture stuff that feels like that. I always go to the National Cowboy Hall of Fame and Western Heritage Museum mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. Uh, it's it's a place I've been going to since I was a kid with yeah. my family. Went there a couple of weeks ago in Oklahoma City to announce that now the PBR yeah. will have a brick and mortar hall of fame like a, a, it actually has a space to live that'll be sweet and it'll be there in oklahoma city um and i was talking to some of the people from the museum there i've never stepped foot in that place that i didn't go to the rodeo exhibit set in the bleachers yeah. and listen to um the rodeo video presentation yeah. that is narrated by clay McSpadden and reba mcintyre i i i cannot yeah Take that out of me. I yeah. can't for the life of me go into that facility and not go set and watch that and listen to that video and hear Clem's voice, hear Reba, you know, talking about rodeo. Yeah. I just can't do it. it it's uh, it's weird too, like that uh, that intro video that you do in the uh, Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame. I kind of always have to uh, stop and watch that as many times as I see it. Like usually I'll watch it at the beginning when I first go in there and then I'll watch it again at the end and I'll go look at the statue of the Duke and maybe take a picture of that or um, yeah, there's, there's I always go look at the stat, the statues and, and the bronzes because one, I like to take pictures of them and kind of show, I think I always want to show people that I'm there too. Yeah. Um, and usually when I post that, I always joke like I'm picking out real estate or like looking for a spot to be because um I mean, that's part of the reason you do it is, you know, that's how you live forever in some aspects. You you brought up the word legacy Mm -hmm. and it gets tossed around a lot and people talk about legacy. But what are you thinking? Man, I think for me now more than ever, I think the biggest two of two of the biggest things that I look at for myself with legacy is one, how people look at me as a man and a person. I think what I I think people will always remember you for uh, who you are, not what you did. And mm-hmm. and if you can ingrain them with that, like I want people to you know smile or something when they think of Click Thompson or Christopher Thompson. Um, but also the legacy are the people that I help achieve their dreams and stuff like that. And and you know um, it's it's big for me when I see someone you know get a job that I helped you know, even learn how to use a camera or, you know, if I can like help them just push them a little bit forward, it's that idea of, you know, you know, planting trees and which the shade you won't sit under, you know, after you're gone, you know, you're continuing to live on through somebody else. You know, that's what I'm, you know, passionate about now. I love that. Yeah. I I love that because I get more satisfaction and more gratification out of feeling like I helped someone else achieve something than you do from what you've done yourself. I really do think I think that's real. It's it's a and it can be addicting too. I think it's cool. It's crazy how you get so caught up in it a Never little bit. Never thought about it like that, but yeah. yeah, it could be addicting. It it's it's I think they say, you know, the 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 most selfish thing you can do is do something for somebody else. And and Ooh. and and you you know, yeah, it's you're doing a good thing, but you kind of it makes you feel good. You forget that like, oh man, that makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, I never really thought about like the most selfish thing you could do is help someone else. That's interesting. Yeah. 
because you do get a good, like a very rewarding feeling from mm-hmm. helping other people. Yeah. And I think that that's something that's okay to be addicted to. Absolutely. I, uh, I mean, I'll take that addiction any day of the week. You damn right. Yeah. Um, we, we were having a conversation at dinner and, and we'll jump kind of all over the place here. Like, we, As we typically do. do. Yeah, but uh, we were having a conversation at dinner, and it was about helping other people, but yeah. uh, about cultivating relationships and things like that. And one of the things that we we touched on was how sometimes people will judge someone because of what other people have told them. Yeah. Not a good thing. It's Yeah, I, I've always tried to always give people their own opportunity. Right. You know, um, you know, I could I've I've been the third person in a friendship and, you know, this person decides that they don't like this person and right. and and I have to remember to be an adult and be like, you know what, that's between you guys. Right. I'm not gonna stop being someone's friend because they just had a disagreement with someone else. Now if it's you do something kind of sketchy, as a good friend, I should be like, Hey man, that was messed up. Yeah, but I'm not gonna drown under a bridge that somebody else burned. Absolutely. Like I, it's not my it's not my issue, um, and, and I feel like everybody deserves a chance. Yeah, I know that was kind of random, but it was something but, that really I mean, stuck it, with me tonight when we were at dinner. And it's like there's a lot of that that happens, and so like a lot of people right now are trying to build their business. A lot of people are trying to you know step out into entrepreneurship or, or whatever it is. Maybe it's this industry, and and this happened to me when I was young. Yeah, uh, when I was coming up as a young rodeo announcer, there was a lot of people that would say, hey, stay away from that guy yeah. or this guy's an asshole or that person's a jerk or they treat people like crap. Like, And I, I had these preconceived notions because it was a seed that somebody else had planted. Yeah. No, because some of those guys that everybody warned me about have become some of my best friends. Absolutely. And they're some of the most genuine people I, I, I know. I'm sorry that it didn't work for you guys. You guys didn't have a, a good relationship, but... That has nothing to do with me. Man, I don't have enough fingers and toes to count how many times I've heard something about somebody that I didn't know. And then I meet them or spend some time with them. And I'm like, holy crap, they were way wrong. Like, this dude's awesome. Or this gal's fantastic. Or like this. I get why. Like, oh, the reason this person doesn't like some, this person is because they're insecure and they're scared because this person's legit. Like, they're the real deal. It used to circle back to me a lot that, yeah. that I was that person and mm-hmm. that, like, there was a lot of things being said about me. And I'm like, like, it hurt me for a while yeah. until I got to a point in life where it was like, oh, yeah, I just realized most people's opinions don't matter to me. Absolutely. But it but it happens. And, I, like, I've spent the majority of my life trying to be the best part, person I can. Yeah, I had to, I mean, even re- experiences I've had in the last couple of years where I was even concerned about what people thought about me, but I just had to remember that I was a good person and, and you know, I was, I never moved in a malicious way. And, uh, and then, and I kind of got to that point where I knew that, you know, what, regardless of what people thought, mm-hmm. I knew who I was and I knew I'd be fine. And that's the most important thing Yeah, is I say this with everything. It's, you know. One, you're trying to be the best person you can possibly be. Absolutely. It works in every aspect of your life, business, relationships. Uh, if you're wh- whatever it is, mm-hmm. if you start, Megan and I talked about this on the last episode of the podcast. If you start out glorifying God and trying to be the best person you can be, yeah. you can't go wrong. 
Everything might not go your way. Absolutely. Might not go exactly the way you'd want it to be. Finish line might not look the same. <laughs> but you can't you you can't screw up Mm-mm. if you're trying to be a good human being throughout everything. You, you you really can't. I think for me too, I had gotten to the point even this year where I had to, you know, not not, you know, rededicate my life, but I had to really go back and circle back and focus on my faith and why I was doing what I was doing and really I was fortunate my my ducks and chickens have never really been scattered I've always kind of had them kind of in order but um, we waver sometimes and you kind of forget why you do what you do and you know I'm kind of on a wave right now and it's literally because I've just been uh, obedient and available to the things that come in my life and 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 you know understand you know everything that God has for me is for me and and I need to you know be use the proper discernment and know what I need to do. And, and, you know, is this the right thing for me? Cause now more than ever, you know, when I'm looking at relationships or looking at for whether it's personal or business or anything that I'm about to introduce into my life, I'm, I immediately ask myself, is this fruitful for the direction that I'm going? How do you stay in that headspace? How do you stay in that lane? For, for a long time, I was, it was kind of a haze. Like I, it's hard. I was the last year, I've kind of been in this weird, I describe it as a haze. Like it's not like depression, but like it was this feeling of something's coming. Like something big is coming for you, um, but you got to be patient. Um, and, and then sometimes it was kind of frustrating. It's like, man, I don't know. You know what's going to happen? What's going on? Like preaching to the choir, right? You know, it's it's you know, and we've had conversations about it, but it's like, man, I don't know. Like, I know it's going to be good because, like, it's never well, like I. There's been too many moments and instances in my life, especially in the last couple of years, where it's like you're on the right path, like you're doing the right thing. So stay hooked up, like don't weaken. Um, but then as you're moving forward, like it's like, man, you're. It's easy to be like, man, I don't know if it's coming. And then you get another reminder like, oh, it's coming. And then the next thing you know, that haze is starting to kind of clear out. And it's, you know, that direction is becoming more and more visible for you. So what do you tell somebody that that is experiencing those moments? But it's easy to say, man, I've heard that something better's coming. Yeah. I've heard it time and time again. And that something better hasn't showed. Yeah. I think. What do you tell that person? I think I I go back to counting your blessings and simplifying things and going, hey, you know where you want to go. You may not be here yet, but let's take a moment and and look at what you're what you what you got going on. Mm -hmm. You know, you know. Let's let's you know because when you start counting counting your blessings in general and all the things that are going right, you're like, dude. I got a house to sleep under. I got Wi-Fi. I got gas, you know, gas, price, you know, anything like gas prices are going down, which means it's getting more affordable to do the things that you enjoy to do. That's huge in itself. Where in the hell are gas prices going down? It's going down here. It's below $3 in some parts here in Fort Worth. Ooh, okay. All right. <laughs> now, I don't about California. I try to stay away from there. You know. Hey, let's turn this into a political episode. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I can't stand them and I can't stand you. But yeah, just I think you're reminding people of like the smaller things because we get caught up in that that big goal, that big dream. And then he's like, you know, what? let's take a moment and realize you're you're like or, you know, circle back to where you were a year ago or circle back to 2020. And let's think about 2020 versus now and be like, oh, crap, we're better than we thought. You think sometimes it's hard for like 
really motivated, goal-driven people to understand what you just said and like talk about what you just said. And, and let me explain. Yeah. So, okay, I'll use me for an example, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, feel frustrations yeah. that you're talking about. Like I understand that headspace. I've been there a lot more yeah. often than people realize. Yeah. But for me, um, to count your blessings, as you say, I got mm-hmm. I got to step back and go, I'm a lot further down the path than I ever thought I would be. Yeah. Holy cow. And when I think about it like that, I, I'm overwhelmed with gratitude mm-hmm. and this unbelievable humble feeling yeah. of I never imagined I'd be doing the things I'm doing now. Yeah. And I think there's a fine line between that gratification uh-huh. and losing that hustle side. <sighs> I think that's when I def- you go back to that, you know, the statement of if you if you knew how close you were, you could move faster. Yeah. You know, because it there's sometimes the destination feels like it's 100 miles away, but in actuality, it's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I think that's why I've always enjoyed struggle, because struggle is what allows you to appreciate wins and and like, you know. If you and we've all seen or been around that person that's had everything they've ever wanted and never had to like really work for anything, and then you and then they have a stumble. And to you, because you've been through it, you're like, Right, oh, it's day off, bump in the road, bump in the road. And then you have to, like, hey, but that's a cool opportunity for you too, because then you'd be like, Hey, this is just you know, you got this, this is okay. But here's the thing about that wins are not satisfying unless you've lost. Yeah, absolutely. There is no wins without loss. There's no gratification with victory unless you've felt defeat in anything in life. They, yeah, your wins do not exist without losses. No, absolutely not. Um, but not every, not all the time. Not does someone doesn't have to lose for you to win. That's right. Going back to you know collaborative efforts and doing things with people and building relationships is like I can win and someone else can win too. Right. People are scared to rise together. What's the old saying? You know, a high tide raises all all ships, ships, right? Okay. So why, why are so many people, especially in this industry Mm -hmm. and I'll call out everybody in our industry. I don't give a damn, but but why are so many people in this industry uh, just worried about raising their boat to a higher level? It's fear and insecurity. It's on the same water as everybody else. Let's all let's let's take this whole thing to to newer heights. I think sometimes they've never seen that the tide before. They've never seen the group win together. Right? They've only seen they're so I think and it because it's so cutthroat. Yeah, there's they've only seen like someone has to lose for you to win. Someone's got to die before I move up. Right? Or you know that that's. That's just how the system or the the work structure is set up or how it's presented, where it's like, you know, it takes bullfighters. You need two or three guys to fight right. bulls. No one That's wants right. to fight bulls by themselves. And if nobody gets hurt, it's not because one person did their yeah. job. But yeah, but we're 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 battling that, you know, because I've always looked at it like it's like a good relationship. If you win Megan wins, and if Megan wins, you win. Right. Why can't that be like that with our friendship? Unless it's the Powerball, and then, <laughs> and if I win, then I seek out a really good divorce. No, I'm just kidding. I, I hate. I was just, oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. mouth. I don't like. I don't even. I yeah. I don't like waking up and not being right next to Megan. Oh like, yeah. 
uh, were inseparable. Um, I go back to what you said a minute ago, and it reminds me like our good friend Keith Mundy, the president of American Hats. I, I love what he says. Um, if if you grow, yeah, and I'm connected to you, I grow with you. Yeah, like if if your brand gets bigger, and my brand is associated yeah. with you, automatically their we brand grow grows together. Too. Yeah, it's not that hard to figure out. <laughs> Holy crap, people! It's, it's I mean. It's okay to help other people is what I'm getting at. I mean, would you rather fight with two people or one? Look, if I'm going to war. Four, two. I mean, I everybody mean, I know and trust yeah. with me. You know, that's yeah. that's the that's the cool thing that I thought about this year, like team roping. Like, if you do well, you get there is there is always somebody with you every time. Yeah. yeah. Like, which, yes, do if, with the stumbles and the failures, do you share that? Yes. But when like y'all win, guaranteed there's at least one person that feels the same way you do. Okay, so is instantly. It, so okay, so now that we're talking about group efforts and winning together, is it lonely at the top? I not, think not men- saying- I think mentally it can be. Because I think when when you're setting out to do certain things that either haven't been done or are seen as unachievable, mm-hmm you're the only person that gets it sometimes. And like, and the frustrating part is trying to convince everybody like I'm going to do this. And they're like, you are out of your mind or that's never been done before. Okay. But why are we trying to convince people? Because we want that gratification because that's where I'm at in life right now. Why am I trying to convince so-and-so that I belong here? Or why am I trying to convince this person that me taking this step is a good idea because your opinion don't matter to me. And I, but I think too, and you're not, and and, and it's it's we try to convince people mm-hmm. that aren't the ones making decisions to help us step forward mm-hmm. or step into a new light. I think when you're motivated like that, you don't want to do it by yourself. And fear, yeah, you you know it's um because and you've told it before to me like not everyone can be the best. Right. That's just the nature of the deal. Yeah, you know the, the and again. Sometimes, hey, yeah, not everybody can be us. Not everyone can be us. I'm kidding, totally kidding. <laughs> but we are winning right now. But That's anyway, right. you know, I'm winning. <laughs> Didn't at come life. here to brag, but we're bragging while we're here. I'm I'm winning at life, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it can be the pursuit of greatness can be the loneliest place in the world sometimes, mm-hmm. man. It's just and and I think the cool thing about it is, you know, when you achieve it. Like that's because it's weird. Like this is the weird feeling for me because people, everyone's asked me the last couple of days, how does it feel? I'm like, dude, I don't know yet. Yeah. Part of it is it's what I'm supposed to do. And that's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but also, and, and, and me, I'm immediately work starts now. Job's not done. Like if I get a buckle for something, I don't wear it until it's done because the job's not done. Yeah. And, because like, because I'm I'm setting forward to that next, you know, like when I got selected for the Steerwin Finals, like that's that's my first big finals aside from the PBR Finals, which was huge, right? Um, and I got took a lot of the knowledge and and, and experience I got from that when I came up to the PRCA, which was a and it's an advantage for me, mm-hmm. um, because you, I learned early on how to be a professional and 
that's a tricky thing to, to teach anybody in our industry, as you know. Like sometimes knowing how to move and operate as a professional is like the thing that separates people a lot of times. And uh, hmm. but you know, I took I feel separated right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I you know taking taking that and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna do my job. And it, and it was uh, John Guatney told me he was like, hey, he told everybody, he's like, you're here because you know how to do the job. Mm-hmm. And that's all I needed to hear. So all mouth butterflies of can I get it done? That went away. It, it takes me to the Conor McGregor interview yeah. where he goes, I'm not surprised, mother. <laughs> and everybody's like, man, what a cocky, arrogant prick. And I'm like, ah, it kind of makes sense. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, he got in there to win. Like, yeah, yeah I'm not surprised. I'm not, like, that was the plan. It's part of the plan. Uh, goal achieved. It's all part of On to the next one, right? All of our – because that was – like when I came home last year, it was like, you know, I had to reevaluate kind of what success was because that was the first time that when I moved to Texas, I kind of accomplished all the things initially that I moved there to do. So then I had to look at this year and be like, okay, what's next? And then obviously there's still things to check off the list, but then when you check them off, that doesn't mean you're done. Right. You know, um, so now it's like, how do you, you know, how do you push forward? And yes, do your job, do your job well. And like for me, like checklists, like when I do events like this, is do your job, do it well, and then show them something that they didn't think was possible or like do something the next level. So the guy, if it's not you that has to come behind you, it's like, you know, it's like breaking up with someone like, hey, you might not miss me, but your parents will, but your friends will, because they know the real deal and they know how good you were. So this is a... uh a question from somebody that sent questions in for you. Oh, you got questions? Um, Perfect. Yeah, and and it's like, so a lot of photographers don't like to post their stuff on social media. You post a lot of your stuff on social yeah. media. Why? Um, going back to one of Matt West's greatest lines that he ever told me, if people don't know who you are, it's bad business. And uh, I want my audience to see what I'm doing and what I'm interested in and um, – and I know that what I do inspires people, both uh, what I do as a person, but also what I do creatively and as a photographer and an artist. Um, and who am I to not sh- not share that? Like, I learned a long time ago that nobody can do me better than me. Mm. So who, who why deny that? Can I tell you, when I look at things that you post, yeah. and like, like, I know your work, yeah. right? Obviously, we're, we're very close. But I'll see something every once in a while, and I'm like, "Damn, that's that's awesome!" Yeah, clicks stepping his game up. Yeah. Personally, yeah, I see that, and I go through a different little phase of emotions. Like, there's a yeah. couple of them. I'm mm-hmm. like, blown away, impressed, yeah, proud, yeah, and then it goes straight into motivated because I'm like, he just leveled up. Yeah, that's cool. And then my wheels start turning. I'm like, wait a minute, I need to do that too. Yeah, like if 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 my friends are are leveling up, I don't want to get caught left behind. One of uh, one of my, I mean, one of my best friends now is Clay Gardapi, who is also another fellow NFR photographer, and like we wait 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 let me let me Uh-oh, let me, let me go. no 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 you just kind of a fellow NFR fellow. photographer. You said that very. Very like fluid, like it was just came natural because it was supposed to. Okay, I mean, <laughs> not surprised. I mean, my- it is what it is. I mean, hey, look, 
if that's not why you, so funny story about that i was in pendleton last year and we, i was talking to like some of the writers with the prca and i was joking like i was some world champion bull rider and you know and he asked me like and they're recording this it's on instagram i have to find the video he's like you know are, are, you know is your goal still to be the world champion i'm like yeah man you know if you're not you know, if you're not doing this to be the best, then, you know, why are you out here? You know, and I kind of walked away like I was like, you know, the classic Ricky Bobby kind of yeah. quotes and stuff like that. And I kind of walked away. Inspiration. I'm at the Patriot this year. And one of the girls working for me has the quote that I said in the video on her case. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, and I looked, I'm like, I did say that. But it's, but, you know, that's leveling up because she sees that and she's going to see that every day. Every time she opens her case, she's gonna. I'm like, you're not trying to be the best. What's the like, point? What, you, what What are you doing? Right. What's the point? Because you know, you're just kind of, and that's why, like, my good friend Clay, like, we. It's funny, like, we see each other level up. Like, we'll get a shot. Mm-hmm. I'll get a shot that maybe he doesn't have. He's like, ooh, or vice versa. Or like, I was in the camera store the other day, and I was talking about. I did a post. Hey guys, if you're looking for pre-owned equipment, they got a bunch here. And he literally messages me two minutes later. Hey, don't buy anything right now. I don't have any money because he doesn't want me to. Get, <laughs> he doesn't want me to get something that he doesn't have, right? So you know, we but we talked and we have been, you know, speaking it into existence this whole year. Like we're gonna do the NFR together, and like when we built our portfolios to submit, we did it together, like in the same room, computers up, like we didn't hide, which is unheard of. Yeah, we didn't hide our stuff. You know, because very easily one of us could get in and the other one couldn't, you know, but it's like, you know what? I am, I can succeed and so can he at the same time. It, it's funny And we're going to do that together. That's one of the other things that like I, I had down is, is that whole manifestation of, of your goals. And it, it's, it's talked about a lot, yeah. but I don't know how many people truly try to speak these things into existence, try to visualize that this is where i'm headed i mean and without the work like you can sit all day on your couch and picture yourself in these places Mm -hmm. but unless you're doing something to get closer every day man i I hit the road hard this year i had friends people calling me like dan are you trying to win the top gun award or something or get a gold buckle for photography because you're everywhere like i've met people they're like dude you're everywhere i'm like that was the plan. But until this point, yeah. very strategic about where you went. Absolutely. And before that, just like everybody else, it's go where I can afford to go. Yeah. yeah. It, I've, I've those been, comes in phases too. Yeah. I mean, even now you still have to be strategic. Like I was planning on going to Reno today and uh, this year and we had talked about it and it was just kind of financially it wasn't right. the smartest move. Um and 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 I told and I talked to the people and they were kind enough to give me credentials and allow me to shoot and um, hopefully we can go next year and they're they're more than willing to have me come out and they were they were super supportive and it was yeah just kind of you got to be smart and, and business savvy sometimes too and um, you know some maybe one good photo on your Instagram is not worth you know two thousand dollars or you know where you take kind of a hit that prevents you from going to a couple more places yeah. in the future. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've seen that too. Where sometimes you just sometimes just making a good business decision, right? Like can help you level up. Like sometimes not going can get you to go to a couple more places. But at the same time, sometimes going to a place that you can't afford to go to, but having faith that you belong there, yeah, 
can change the course of your destiny. Absolutely. Like you got to take what there is no, especially in this deal and what I do, if you don't take risk, you are not, it, it's not going to work. Well, and it's like, like I told you the other day, you said something to me that hit me so hard and it's something that we've both done yeah. and been through. And it, it was the idea of, honestly, I guess it boils down to sacrificing something you don't have to live a dream that you don't know that you'll ever get. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, and you brought up like being in Vegas mm-hmm. in much different times Yeah, with you know, this, what a lot of people will think is a pipe dream. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, from like 2019, I did not have, it was, man, I was broke from like November, 2019 when we're doing the PBR finals. So I'm like going to, we would do, I have like a shot list of things I had to shoot and we have like meet and greets Mm -hmm. in the morning. And, uh, it was funny like i didn't have money to buy breakfast and i would they would do the meet and greets like the tours every morning and the tour groups would get free breakfast so some of the days when i didn't have to shoot it i would still go just to get breakfast <laughs> just to eat breakfast and i would visit with people and right. no clue they had no clue uh-huh. and then it go into like the nfr where you're like i walked a lot in yeah. 2019 just because either you know i was trying not to spend too much money here and just trying to be strategic i'm like man my feet will be all right, you know, if right. I get from here to there, you know, or I'll use the shuttle versus taking an Uber or, you know, just because, and I was there or I hung out with you all the right. time. Like, you know, Matt's got a car. We're going to hang out with Matt. You know? Yeah, Matt's got a couch. Matt's, Matt's got, got Matt's got a couch. You yeah, know, absolutely. You, you know, hey, if the drinks don't, if I want to have a beverage and they don't cost as much over here, that's where we're going to be. That's boys. right. That's right. You know, you know. You know, because you still want to have a good time. And like I told that to other people, like, man, I don't recommend doing Vegas broke, but without a doubt me being there and and you know doing stuff with you and being visible and just walking around with a smile on my face and i had my freaking goodwill you know uh blazers and stuff i had got on like i didn't spend more than like eight dollars on any of those blazers i, I still don't same yeah like and i until just somebody a- gives me a jacket <laughs> endorsement yeah hey michael strahan where you at um isn't it him yeah yeah he's uh, got some nice stuff yeah so anyways um until somebody rolls in with a jacket yeah. endorsement i'm still not spending that the, much the, money the on. jacket i used this i officiated a wedding a weekend ago and the jacket i wore was eight dollars oh. it was sweet that's awesome you know they're typically the best but what most people are scared to take that chance yeah. we've done vegas mm-hmm. broke. i've done vegas broke <laughs> yeah like broke broke like not sure how you're getting home oh shit how am i gonna get home yeah i yeah, i rode serious. with a friend back yeah i remember that now. dead serious i i and, and i'll never forget okay the the big life-changing moment for me i had just flown into vegas from australia yeah um i land in vegas i'm waiting on my bags waiting on my bags i'd been in australia for over two weeks yeah Waiting on my bags, waiting on my bags. My bags don't show up. Mm-hmm. I go to the baggage claim place or whatever and report these lost bags. Come to find out, they never come back, ever. My laptop's in there. First time I've ever checked a laptop in a in a bag. All my clothes, everything that I was going to spend those two or three days in Vegas, I, I was going to come to the first part of the NFR, right? You know, and go to the the oh, meetings yeah. and kind of shake hands and try to get to know people. And 
I had to beg, borrow, steal clothes from yeah. booths and vendors. I didn't have any endorsements. Yeah. I couldn't go to a Wrangler or anybody and say, I need clothes. I couldn't go to somebody and say, I need boots or anything like that. Like, I didn't have any of that. That wasn't long ago either. And so it wasn't that long <laughs> wasn't ago. That long ago. That's what people don't understand yeah. is, is these times have not been that long ago. Yeah. And so I'm going around like, oh, man, what am I going to do? Let me just worry about today. Reach out. Okay, I've got a place to stay. Yeah. Um, we're good. I can at least I can buy a couple of clothes. Yeah. If I got to wear the same jeans for seven days, okay, whatever. No, no. I mean, unless you know, it's stinking. I'll get a hoodie or two and pretend that I'm wearing a different shirt underneath it. You know, you know, all, the, all the tricks of the There's trade. There's enough right? free stuff around here. That's I right. just got to find it. That's right. And so anyways, uh, I compile enough to get me like through two or three days, right? And then I realized that, crap, I never booked a flight home from las vegas so i'm talking to some friends that are like it'll do you more good to just stay out here anyway so just come hang out with us tomorrow we're going to this deal um we're going to this dinner and then you can book a flight tomorrow that's a good idea i'll just book a flight tomorrow (laughs) and then tomorrow comes and i get wrapped up in all these things and i'm going to bed going damn i didn't book a flight home (laughs) oh you can book it tomorrow yeah 17 days later Later. (laughs) oh my and i'm like but I go back, had I not let some of my friends talk me into staying in Vegas yeah. and being around certain people, I didn't realize the networking potential that I had being broke because I'm not a guy that goes out of my way to talk to people, Yeah, but I'm stuck here. I don't have the money to go run off and do the things that most people are doing or do yeah. I want to. What am I going to do with my time? I'm going to occupy my time visiting with people, getting to know people. And what I didn't realize was yeah. I cultivated so many relationships in that yeah. two weeks, relationships that I still have today. Yeah. But it took me sacrificing uh, a couple of weeks of my life, mm. being dead-ass broke, not knowing what was going to happen. And look, I, I'm not – wasn't like I was eating beans out of a half-eaten yeah, can in, a, in an alleyway, right? You know, I, I had amazing parents that, you know, would have done anything in the world for me. Yeah. But I wasn't showing up, staying in a big, nice room and really <sighs> not worrying about anything. I was like, hey, so-and-so, that couch still good tonight? Or that <laughs> other room you've got across town for whatever you're doing over there? Uh, is it still okay if I borrow so, but, it tonight? You yeah. Know? It's, uh, we've done it. It's, it's crazy, too, that... <sighs> And and fun fact for everyone who may be interested in doing stuff in the industry or being involved or being busy during an NFR, surprisingly, the last place, the place you spend the least amount of time during the NFR is the hotel room. Right. So, you I mean, they're nice to go home to and go to sleep at, but those are generally like it's two weeks, two, three, however long you're out there, you're generally hustling. I had a I had a buddy come out that's been in the industry for years. Came out last year and was going to be in town for forty eight hours. Didn't even get a room. Yeah, was there for two days. It was like I'm not even going to waste my time. Yeah, like I'll jump in somebody's room, shower, and roll on. Someone yeah, someone's got a spot or an extra room, or you can catch a nap, and you you'll be good. Like we're hustling, moving. Yeah, but anyways, uh, point is, it takes sacrifice. Yeah, it takes doing things out of your comfort zone 
But if you really if you really want something bad enough, then figure out how to get it. Yeah, I I was for sure almost in tears last year when I was sitting by the plaza because I was shooting some stuff there, and and for the life of me, I don't even know how I met Chris Neal or heard about him or he heard about me, but. Um, like I, I shoot his series of ropings throughout the year and, and he has one in Vegas that goes during the NFR and, you know, just to be there and, and be working, doing stuff to photograph the NFR. And then I flew out to people to come work for me and, you know, like, yeah, I, I'll get you a flight. Yeah. I got you a room. Yeah. If you need food, like, you know, it was such a stark contrast from, you know, borrowing rides and walking everywhere Two years ago, yeah. in between a pandemic, by the way, to then being able to fly people out and be able to say, I got it, or, you know, come with me, or, you know. Point is, crazy. you'll never realize how close you were to your dreams if you quit, yeah, or, or whatever that saying is, yeah. and, and it's the truth, though. You know, like Trevor said, the most successful plan A is not having a plan B. And, uh-huh. and, and, you know, you, you've got to, whatever it is that you want to do, you've got to, you will be the first person that believes it. And you may be the only person that believes it, but that's enough. Yeah. As long as you hang on and hold on to that. What, uh, what else? What else you got? I mean, look, <laughs> doing all the, that was, I feel like this <laughs> took a way different that, path than what we were planning on. Quicker than the she-we, right? But, but it, it <laughs> that's, that's a change. To take Circle back to the boots. Circle saver. back to the she-we. Thing. Don't yeah. pee on your boots. Don't um, pee on your boots. God, that sucks. Especially if you're poor. Or yeah. Or hey, I've peed in between doors a bunch and you just got to watch the splash. Make sure if you're going to hey, do the between the doors, sp- darker spe- boots. Speaking of peeing, um, I just realized that my security guard from two years ago is now taking pictures at the nfr <laughs> that's dope crap. there's that's there's crap. a video of you blocking cameras while i'm peeing in some parking lot in Vegas. um man <laughs> i'm trying to think to, to my knowledge yeah that's crazy life is wild that's crazy that like you know we were hanging out like I was blocking a video from getting shot of Matt Pian, and now I'm like <laughs> shooting at the NFR. Like, uh, man, you got to believe in it, dude. Yeah. But it's it's and like I'm I'm super thankful for that, and I don't intend to go anywhere. You Here, know, here's the other thing, um, and I think that this needs to be more prevalent just in life in general. Yeah, um, not just our industry, but in in every facet of society. Whatever you're doing right now, you need to be willing to help other people. Yeah. If you're listening to this right now and you have any ounce of success whatsoever, it is your responsibility, I believe, to help someone else achieve that because you didn't do that shit by yourself. You've reached it to the top. It's your job to send the elevator back down. Um, and on the flip side of that, if you're starting it somewhere or you're not where you want to be, reach out to somebody that is yeah. closer doesn't have to be the best. doesn't have to be the tip top of wherever you're headed. But if somebody's closer to that goal than you are, reach out and figure out how they got there. Yeah. Um, and kind of like what I said about uh, professionalism, whatever you want to learn how to do it like as professional. like it, it, And that's a vague statement. Yeah. But, you know, there's a difference between a good – rodeo champ rodeo contestant and a world champion and when you figure out the difference 
then you know how to be a professional, you know. Because I see that, and that was the thing I've always noticed about, like, when I would photograph the American is, you know, to qualify to the American, you got to be pretty damn good. Yeah. But then when you see a world champion come out there, the next run or the next ride, you're like, okay, I get it now. Right. You can see it. When you can figure out what separates those two people, and, 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 it, and it could be, it's different for every one of them. And it's, sometimes it's small, minute things, but... You know, chances are it didn't just show up. It's something that's yeah. been being cultivated. Oh yeah, behind the scenes where nobody saw it. <laughs> that's like like when I tell people about, you know, why as a photographer I should get paid more. Or, you know, the NFR is over fifty days away, but I promise you, I've already had four or five discussions on what I plan to do or how I want to shoot it or and talked with other photographers yeah. already like my mind is on it now so the the mental real estate that it takes you know you may see me for those two and a half three hours but there's a lot of time that goes into that that you never see do you have a pregame uh ready for those 10 days do you have something planned is there is there something that you do already or is there something that like like what's that gonna be like uh oof Usually I uh, like day of stuff. I always, I think I've always been, if I feel prepared and that's usually just seeing it before, like if you could see it once, see the arena, see the building, um, you know, um, if it's a building I've never been in, a lot of times I Google stuff. I'll look at older pictures and stuff people have done before. Um, I'll, you know. But yeah, like uh, we had talked about it, like I said, it'll probably be the third or fourth day and then it'll kind of yeah, it'll kind of it hit, hit me. Yeah. Like that first day, you just try not to get ran over by a horse or, you know, <laughs> be in the way and, you know, yeah. and and then you you get to the end of that first perf and you take a deep breath. You're like, made it. And then the second day you try to do it again and then you make it through that and then come about day three or four. And it was the same thing when I did the PBR finals about day three or four. That is like y'all can look at the pictures come day one or two, but I'm yeah. gonna tell you, look at the pictures come three and four, and you'll you'll notice the level up. I can promise you that. Did you feel? And we'll wrap this thing up. But um, when you when when it got out and they t- announced that you were one of the guys, talk to me about the response because I started noticing everybody's stories. I felt like there was. <laughs> So many people that posted pictures with you that was it, like it was your damn birthday. <laughs> like everybody, man, it was on. Yeah, it was like on multiple platforms and like just people everywhere. And that that that's proof that I didn't do it by myself. No, what it is is, and, and I'm not gonna look. I'm gonna correct you it's, on this. Okay, go ahead. It's not that you didn't do it by yourself. Yeah. What it is is it's proof that everything you've done, you've held on to one basic principle, and that's be a good human being. And because you're a good human being, all of these other people are as happy about this as you are. Yeah. Because they're they're invested in you as a person. They're not invested in you as as a career (laughs) or as a social media celebrity or as, you know, whatever. They're invested in you as a human. Yeah, absolutely. And they love you as a human, and they're excited to celebrate with you as a human circle right back to if you're a good human being 
good stuff's going to happen and good people are going to follow without a doubt man it's it's been uh yeah the, that response is always cool like uh man it, it's i don't i don't have the words really to kind of explain it sometimes it's just because part of me does it for other people like i remember calling like even the day before they announced it and they were calling some people i was just calling people letting people know i was calling you and other people and there were some people like i'd ring the phone and my like i tear up before i even told them did you cry when you called me no i didn't cry when i called well, you. damn that's one of us <laughs> because <laughs> man i because i knew that you would have the crying covered thanks i got so, enough of it for both of yeah, us I, I knew you have it covered but man there was there was, there was certain people that i call and I'd be like Oof. you get that lump in your throat you're like golly who who got you the most it, I, I would love to say it was my mom because but it, it was for sure papa key john really? key just because he Which tells, is, a, is a good friend of ours yeah, back in north carolina back in north carolina i grew up with jerome davis and rode with him and and you know it's just sweet you know guy. at pretty much every bull rider that you've heard of that's ever came from the east coast has slept one night in his house yeah i can promise you from jb to gage michael lane eli vassbinder Corey atwell jeff askey all those guys they've all came through that house at least he's a once. sweet guy and uh you, because I know how emotional he gets. He called. He's called me crying. Yeah, like he, you know, he treats me like I'm his own son, and and I get fired up. You know, we'll I'll go by that house and we'll stay up till three in the morning, just talking about whatever, watching music videos, or whatever. And he's got to go to work at five, and he just he's just so fired up that I'm there and doing good. And so yeah, my dad. Yeah, I got a little emotional. My dad, and but you know, it's it's cool to. To have to be able to make those calls for That's sure. So cool, man. So cool. Well, like everybody else in your circle, I'm super proud for you. Super excited. Um, we might have to circle back and do this about day five or six. I'm down. When we're in Vegas. You say that now, but you also don't realize You know what? I'll make time, boys. If I I mean, we don't sleep in Vegas, so we gotta do it at four in the morning. See, that's, we'll get that's her done. where I'm at in life. Like I'm gonna sleep in Vegas. <laughs> I, I'm headed into a whole new phase of the NFR. I look, I have a whole different and we, we talked about it. Like I'll I'll explain what I'm doing in Vegas very, very soon. Yeah. Um but man, maybe the biggest appeal to the whole thing was I, I, I could go to bed earlier. No, we'll be doing live or I pod- could sleep in. We'll, later. we'll be doing live podcasts after yeah, after no, the curse or something. I kid. I'm super soon. excited about the NFR. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Um, cool, man. Anything else before we wrap it up? I mean, if you click Thompson.com, if you know if you're trying to find me, if you see me, don't hesitate to say hi. Um, I always appreciate when people come up and speak and. Even if it's just a brief, hey, how you doing, or love your work, or whatever. It's like, one of my favorite things in the world. Is, is gets me fired up. And uh, yeah, make sure, like, if we take a picture, make sure you tag me so I can follow you, or we'll get, you know, yeah, don't hesitate to say hi. I appreciate it. It's it's awesome. At? At Click Thompson on everything, for the most part. Cool. As always, Matt L. West on everything. <laughs> Uh, I miss the underscores, Megan. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> now they're just periods. But anyways, um, dude, thanks for doing this. Thanks for taking the time. Congratulations. Appreciate uh, it. Thank you. First of many. Oh, yeah. Cool.